Welcome to Friends and Enemas. I'm your host, Lindsay Shelton. You may know me as Scrub Hacks, and this is the podcast where we talk about everything. And I mean everything. Welcome to the shit show. And three, two. <laughs> yeah, let me. I gotta boot up my personality. You need like a shot of tequila before we start. Um, okay, so hey guys, welcome to the Friends and Enemas podcast. My name is Lindsay. I'm your hostess from the Mostess. No. With the Mostess. Damn it. Um, my name's Lindsay. I'm your hostess with the Mostess. Did I say that twice? You said it wrong the first time, but both times it's it was a lame <laughs> intro. Okay, well what's your intro? I'm Jared. I require no intro. <laughs> what was I saying? Welcome to Friends and Enemas, where we talk about nursing stuff and also just weird anything stuff. I don't have a tagline yet. So if you guys want to help me with a tagline, that would be awesome because my brain is just not coming up with it just yet. But do you have a tagline? You got a piece of fuzz or a booger on your cheek. I'm going with fuzz on the other cheek. It's gone. What was it, fuzz or a booger? I feel like a booger. Okay. Well, today we're going to be answering your frequently asked questions. And guys, there's there's a lot. There's a lot to unpack here. And also, some of y'all, I would say, um, are observant. But truthfully, you're just nosy as fuck. <laughs> so, um, my name is Lindsay. If you don't know, uh, Scrub Hacks on social media. This is Scrub Hacks husband, Jared. Originally when, what? You look at me like I'm like... What? Uh, that's just my face. <laughs> yeah, your face. That's how my face works. He's got resting dick face. He knows it, though. Yeah. Yeah. Um. So, originally, when I started Scrub Hacks, it was supposed to be a couple's channel. But this guy getting him in front of a camera, clearly, it's kind of hard. I mean, clearly, I, I'm doing... You're doing great. I'm but, here. But the amount of effort it takes to get you here. Oh. You know? Yeah. 20 deep breaths. It would be nice if we had a shot, I think. And then I think you'd be going. We don't have any liquor at the house, though. But That's for no, too. for unknown reasons, though. Because I kind of want to start making cocktails every now and then. Oh. Oh. All right. Okay. Well, I'm going to start asking you some questions. I guess we can kind of bounce back and forth. So let's just jump right into the first question, which is how did we meet? Go ahead. Okay. So the quick and easy version is we met in college. The actual version is... Two weeks before my semester started, me and my friends were supposed to move into this house and I could not afford it with them. It wasn't going to work out. So I had to start looking for roommates and I looked on Craigslist, which ended up being, that's like what everyone did in the town. Every time I tell people that they're like, mm, what do you mean? How did you not get murdered? But yeah, it's normal in a, in a smaller college town, maybe in a lot of college towns, it was normal. I feel still might be normal we should get on craigslist this was a decade ago this was a decade ago so how old do you think we are um so got on craigslist was looking for roommates and i came across a post that was guy roommates looking for a girl or guy roommate and i was like i never thought about living with guys but at the time i was trying to get away from my ex like i just couldn't get away from him and I was like, you know what this might be my perfect escape route so i applied for these Three, there were three houses. I applied for all three. I went and looked at all three. One of the guy roommates uh, from this other house was 
that's probably where my sword and scale story would have started if I moved in with them. They were strange. They were quite strange. Never. But um, and then there was a house with these girls. And then I found this other house and um, our roommate, Logan. I walked in um, with my mom and he had all of his... He was so funny. He had all of his... Um, what were they called? They were Special Olympics. They were Special Olympics medals, but he was not a participant. Yeah, he, he was wore... like a coach. Yeah. yeah he yeah. was like a coach. And oh, had... his volunteer badge. Oh, volunteer. That's right. Yeah. He had all his volunteer Special Olympics badges out, which my mom was like, oh my God, he's so sweet. And like I peeked outside and I saw the beer pong table. I immediately was like, oh yeah, backyard's cute. Turn. Let's look over here because I did not want my mom to see that. But then he also had his um like military stuff out. Yeah. Um, oh, yeah, he, he played it up. He the ROTC? Good. I think yeah. so, yeah. Uh, yeah, he played it up. And so my mom was like, this is a great place for you to land. And this guy wasn't there yet. It was just Logan. Um, Jared was out on a missions trip. Um, he, or he was all, yeah? Yeah, Mexico. Yeah, he was in Mexico. And so I ended up moving in. And then two weeks later, he came home. And when he walked through the door, I literally had my zing, zing moment. Oh my god, I forgot the term. I've never seen the movie. You, you Hotel Transylvania, right? Hotel Transylvania. They have, it. I think they have their zing. I think it's a zing. But anyway, I had my yeah. zing moment. And I was like, uh, uh, hard eyes. And text my best friend that I was supposed to be moving in with. I was like, dude, the other roommate's really freaking cute. And she was like, she literally responded with, absolutely not. I was like, what? I was just saying he's cute. Yeah. Yeah, I had a... But what did you a, think? I had a similar experience. Um, I remember walking in and meeting you and we shook hands because I, I think you were sitting on the couch whenever I came in. I was. Yeah. And, uh, I remember thinking that I was in trouble, that this was going to be, <laughs> this is going to be, I, I knew I was physically attracted to you instantly. And, yeah. And then as we met and got to know each other better, I, I think we both knew we were Oh yeah. We were doomed because, um, funny story is Logan and which we still love Logan Logan and Jared made a pact that if a girl moves in no nothing is to be done yeah with that we are friends yeah but um that moved very quickly so um I met him in July yes and we started dating officially like Facebook official dating in September that January, he proposed, so four months later, and that October, we got married. It was all within the span of, like, a year and a couple months. Yeah. Met and got married. Probably sounds crazy to a lot of people watching, but in Oklahoma, that's, like, pretty normal. That's, it's standard, I would say. Yeah. Well, and, like, we're in the Bible Belt, and a lot of people don't realize we're the buckle of the Bible Belt. Yeah, especially. Like, we're uh, where they cinch it tight. And both, both from Christian households. And, oh, yeah. And so it was, everybody gets married young. Yes. So it was like fairly common, especially in your family. Your brothers both got married like quickly and young. Yeah. I think like, was it Ryan and Casey or Chris and Ashton that got married like within six months? I'm not sure. I, it was yeah, normal though. Yeah, like it wasn't yeah. even like, you don't, you didn't think about it. Right. But people ask us too, like, would you change it? And we both have like a pretty similar response. Yeah. I still think we would be together today. Um, cause he's my best friend at the end of the day, but we've changed and grown so much over the last 10 years. That I don't think we would have got married so fast. I think 
I think it's mo- mostly, though, I wouldn't have got married the way we did with a big ceremony. Oh, I mean, looking back, oh, hindsight 2020, there's a lot of things that we would have done. Like, I don't know what the rush was. We, right, we it was like a rush. We we wanted to well, I know leave town and we wanted to legitimize our relationship. And so yeah. we thought moving to the big city one hour away in Oklahoma City was was the, the solution to... to that. And we're we're just trying to be grownups or show that, that our relationship was an adult relationship. I think we're trying to prove ourselves, though, yeah. like to other people. Because I know, I don't know about you, but I had friends asking me if I was pregnant. Yeah. Because of how quick yeah. it was. So I, I think we we're trying to prove to like our family and like they yeah. were serious. And and to our roommate, Logan. Like we want we didn't want him to think like I love Logan to death and I look back on that and I'm like I bet he felt like what the fuck are these two doing? Yeah, I mean uh, it's it was one of those things that you can't You can't explain. It's not it. something you can take. I I could say all day, "Oh, this girl's different." You know, it's it's different, it's different, but at the time nobody's going to believe that. Now that we have 10 years under our belt i think people maybe would start to believe it but for sure i mean um, we have friends that have said like looking back like we have one of our friends that like set us down and was like what are you two doing and then seeing him 10 years later he was like i'm so sorry i even said that but i was like why are you sorry because honestly look being an outsider looking in it's valid you're like what the fuck are you two doing but we were in love yeah and i mean uh back back on what we were talking about I, i don't know what the rush was we could have dated for a few more years even got in a better financial situation. Um, yeah, that's had, what had I'm thinking about. Like a more of a destination wedding. Um, I, I even think now, I don't think I would even do a destination wedding. Yeah. I think like our 10 year anniversary is coming up. This year we'll be nine years married. Next year is 10. And I really want to like renew our vows. Vows? Our valve, valves. Valves. <laughs> you said valves valves a-e-i-o-u and then i said valves so like maybe get clear out all the shit our vows yeah wow that was hard um i really want to renew them but mostly like just have an intimate ceremony with just me and jared and like an officiant but like get all dressed up and it doesn't even have to be a wedding gown but like a beautiful dress and just just like what i envision what we would do now i want to do that for our tenure because i just think it'd be really cool and like a really cool destination i don't know like the redwoods or something I don't yeah. know if that's really cool, but it looks pretty. Yeah, so it was uh, an interesting journey, but yeah. here we are. Yeah, so that's how we met. And I think from from glancing at all your questions, I think we're going to dig a lot deeper on relationship stuff, but oh, yeah. that's kind of in a nutshell. Yeah, who said I love you first? That was you. Yeah, how'd I do it? Through a text. Do you remember exactly like how? Yeah, I remember I had... I had Dro- uh, dropped me off. Met you at like OU and, and I drove you back. Um, oh, yeah. Drove you back home. Well, we went on like a date. Yeah. We went to Spaghetti Warehouse. I think I, I picked you up um, like during a game day. Yes. And picked you up in Norman. And then, yeah, we went and had dinner in Oklahoma City. And then I dropped you off in Tulsa. Yeah. Drove you across the damn state. Dro- yeah, pretty much. Yeah. And then when you left, I was all giddy and I couldn't say it in person which is so funny so i text you like i think i said something like by the way i think i love you i think it was something like that yeah that's cute no it was it was one of those uh damn we were young it was one of those it was one of those text messages that was like i i want to tell you something but i i don't know if you'll say it back like beat all around the bush and make sure that I'm embarrassed. you you engineer the situation to make sure it's going to go the way you want <laughs> and then you set it in motion yes yeah but you said you thought the same 
I did. You and responded, I do. Yeah. 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 You did, and and you do. That's good. That's yeah. good. You still do. Yeah. Um, yeah. That that was pretty cute, though. Uh, when did you know I was the one? And we just gave you the timeline, so it was very quick. <laughs> when did I know you were the one? I knew something was different really early on. Mm-hmm. Um, just like talking to you and and seeing all the things that we had in common and um, those the movie nights and stuff that we would have at the house with me, you, and Logan, and um, <laughs> it, just lots of lots of little things like that. But I I knew it pretty early on there wasn't like mm-hmm. one singular event it was just uh, like a collection of of moments yeah that's a good way to put it i feel like for me which i'm gonna talk more about this stuff anyway because i'm pretty passionate about it do you know what i'm i'm about to say when i knew you were at least different do you know what chance? i'm about to say chance is one of the pieces there's like three pieces that's one uh-huh. is when we were getting hot and heavy on the couch I don't know. Do you know what I'm about to say? Yes. Your face is like, dear God. Fire away. Okay. Well, this is stuff I want to talk about anyway. So, and it's my podcast. We were getting hot and heavy on the couch. And the couch, the way it was set up, like we would fall in between. It was like one of those couches that also had the ottoman pushed into it. And we were falling in between it multiple times. So you got up and you were like, come on, let's go to my room. And I immediately sat up and said, I'm not having sex with you. I remember that. And you turned and looked at me and you said, what? (laughs) I said, I'm not having sex with you. And you said, okay. I wasn't trying to have sex with you. But because of previous boys and stuff, I was like, this this motherfucker, we're just making out. Like, that's all I want to do. Like, take it slow. But, but, like, that was never, I noticed right then and there that you truly weren't thinking what I thought you were thinking. And I was like, okay, wait, you respect me? (laughs) Oh, okay. Uh, Yeah, I mean, I have. Looking back, I was like, man, I didn't okay. even know. I didn't said, even know that Damn. was on the table. <laughs> you still, that was this, an option. <laughs> I played this whole thing wrong. <laughs> no, Ugh. that was that was one piece. The second piece was my dog Chance, who's passed away now, but um, didn't like any boys. And I'm not just saying this; he did not like any boys ever that I brought home, and would straight up ignore me. He would, oh. Oh, okay. I felt some emotion coming, but it went away. Um, He would ignore me if I had boys over. But when I moved in with Jared and Logan, he really liked Jared. Like, truly liked him. And I was just like, weird. Okay. It was just something weird. Yeah. And then the third piece, I said there were three pieces. Oh, this, this just shows you, like, the piece of shit boys I was dating. When you came and helped me clean out my old apartment. After I had maggots in the fridge. Remember? Yeah. Yeah, I remember that. And, but like, it was just, you offered and I was like, I don't have to beg you to come over and help me do something. It was just, it just shows like, and we can like obviously dive more into this later, but I dated shitheads. And when I came around you, you were just so polite and charming and it wasn't fake. Cause I was always like, well, what's, what's he want from me though? Yeah, I think, and I think, I thought that was like before we were really much of anything. I, I was we just were. Like we weren't even dating or anything. It's just something. Just I a re- good remember. roommate. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, but you were just so kind to even offer, especially when you walked into that apartment, because before we got there, like it smelled so bad. Yeah. Because long story short, me and my roommate forgot to turn off the elect. No, no, no. We did turn off the electric, but forgot to clean out the refrigerator for the whole entire summer. 
Yeah. And me and my roommate, Jolyn, my best friend, we came back and cleaned it out. There were thousands of maggots in the fridge. It smelled like a dead, a dead body was there. So we left the windows open. I don't know how we got our deposit back, but we did. They didn't go in there. That's how you They did back. not go in there because it smelled like a dead body was in that, mm-hmm. in that apartment. That was also um, when your stepdad... Mm-hmm called uh called our relationship right oh without even knowing know anything what you were about to say. i thought you were gonna say like he we came over to move all my stuff and it was with a uh <laughs> um oh a cattle trailer a cattle trailer that's, with shit in the back but that's just oklahoma for yeah. you i was like are you really about to, to you, shit on that that's no, if you go to osu move-in day in stillwater you're you gonna have see your some, cowboy boots yeah. on or you're your gonna see some boots. cattle trailers yeah no yeah he did call it and like you know, we don't have the best of relationship, me and my stepdad, but he did go to my mom and be like, she's going to marry that boy. Literally the day he, and I wasn't even like, I thought Jared was cute, but I was like, I did not have feelings for him. We had literally just met. Yeah. And yeah, my stepdad called it. It's pretty crazy. Um. Okay. How long have we been married? We kind of went over this. So 10 years next October, this October will be nine years, but we've been together 10 years total this year, this yep. summer. Um, oh, this is when I, whenever I said y'all are nosy, it cracks me up how observant you guys are. I'm the same way, but it's funny when it's put back on me. You said, I noticed you have an engagement band, but not a wedding band. Why is that? Oh. <laughs> and it just kind of goes along with our whole story, though. That's why I put yeah. it in here. You know, it started out, we got the engagement we band. <laughs> and uh, I, I think I sold my car to afford it. You did. And we got the, which is a great idea if you're about to move to a new city and, and need a vehicle. Um, but it shows like, like kind of how lovey-dovey young we yeah, were. Because like he sold no his car, wasn't telling me why he was selling his car, but I was like, that's fine. You know, we'll just, we'll just, we'll just share my car, you know, like no big deal. And, and it wasn't a big deal because we were young and whatnot, but it, it's just funny. Cause like now I'm like, you idiot, don't sell your car to buy me a freaking ring. Yeah. But it's cute. Yeah, we uh, we got that, and then I don't know, just through the years, uh, it was like well, but- we didn't. Did, there wasn't one we wanted, or the one we wanted we couldn't afford, and this whole time it was never like super important to even have one. Um, I don't, I don't really get it. The two bands means you're married. Yeah, I just it just turns out I'm not as materialistic as I thought. You know what I mean? Like, and I think that's like an, a nice, love, clean look. I, I love this ring. I mean, I love this ring for multiple reasons, obviously, but yeah. it also just reminds me of where we came from. Like, you sold your car to buy me a freaking wedding band, by the yeah. way. And when we got married, we couldn't afford the actual uh, band. We couldn't afford it, so we just took my ring off, and he put this on. But what's funny about his ring is it's ten dollars from Amazon. Mm-hmm. It's a $10 ring. We could not afford anything. Nine years going. And spring. I bawled whenever we were ordering that. Because I was just like, that's so, I'm so embarrassed. You know, like, uh. actually, it's a great story. And I tell everyone they should be buying like a $10 ring. Because that has lasted you how long? And not one time has somebody asked. No. Yeah. Because I, I, I never wanted anything like super intricate. I mean, I'm. He's a pretty simplistic dude. Mo- monochrome yeah. type of guy. So I, I like the uh, just a regular band. And yeah, it's, it's held up really well. Nine years and I, I yeah. use it on everything. I never take it off. So. And I've even asked like, you know, recently, do you want a gold band? You know, things we can afford now. No, mm. there's just like no reason for it. Well, so. it's the same with the, we whenever we 
we're doing better financially. We talked about getting you a wedding band and, and it just wasn't like a I'd priority for you. Yeah. I'd rather go see somewhere I haven't been. I'd rather yeah. um, adopt another dog. Like there's just other things I'd rather do with that money than, yeah. than put it. And, and it's not saying like, I think jewelry is beautiful, but then when it comes down to buying it, I'm like, Jesus. Yeah. There's a lot of stuff with marriage. Like looking back, that's kind of odd. Like losing your last name. Oh, yeah. You know, we talked I, about I think that, that's, too. I think that's a little weird. It is strange. And actually, so one of the questions on here is, did you get cold feet? Did you get cold feet? No. No, I don't think so. I, I There was, like, all the uh, existential panic, like, this this decision is for it's the rest happening. of my life. Yeah. You know, that type of stuff. But, no, nothing nothing serious. So I asked if you got cold feet because I, I got cold feet, but... Not because I was marrying you. It was when it came down to changing my last name, I had a panic attack that night yeah. when we went to bed. Like, you were asleep, and I was sitting there, like, like I couldn't breathe. Because yeah. I was like, my whole identity, it felt like my identity was about to be stripped from me. So, growing up, my maiden name is Looney. You have Everyone, a cooler last name. I have a cool last name. Yeah. Everyone called me Looney. That is, that is, that was, like, my name growing up. So, then signing it away, oh, it felt wrong. I was like... Like, it just felt so crazy. But yeah. we never talked about it until, like, a couple of years ago when we both realized, like, he was even like, you can change it back. Well, now I feel like a Shelton. So it's like, no, yeah. it's a little too late. But it's just interesting to look back and be like, what is the point of that? The point of it is, if you really want me to dig into it, is because women were property at one point. And that's how you knew. But I know it that's is, not really the case anymore. But It is uh, interesting, the a lot of the things that you do just because it's what you do. Yeah. And if you anybody asks you why, you you'd be like, it. well, you know, it's just what you do. You get married yeah. and you, you the, the girl changes her name to the guy's name or, yeah. or whatever the, the traditional path. And, and so looking back on it a few years, like. There was no real yeah, reason. There, yeah. There's, I, I don't, I don't really know for the us, reason. Anyway. Yeah. For feeling the need to do that. Yeah. I even remember when we were, um, I don't remember how it all goes, but when we were, I think, requesting a marriage license or however it goes, the couple in front of us, do you remember? They were fighting because she was saying she didn't want to change her last name. And that's what gave me the, the idea of like, oh, my God, I forgot I'm changing my last name. And they were arguing because she didn't want to. Mm -hmm. And he was like, you're going to. Da, da, da. And I was just like, it's funny because, again, looking back, like it doesn't do all that much. Mm. Like it doesn't. Yeah. Yeah. And it's it, it's interesting I'm getting out of my depth here, but it, it's interesting how even some women who choose to compromise and hyphenate their names, there's like a stigma attached to it. There where, is. Where they're like, uh, well, you know, where, you know, what are you trying to hold on to? You, you, that's yeah. a little arrogant, isn't it? Trying to, yeah. to maintain your own identity. It's arrogant. That's arrogant, but it's it's um, not arrogant. It's you have to find the word for me. If a man changes his last name to the woman's, then it's like yeah. that's not arrogant. That's like you're a little bitch. Yeah, and yeah, there's funny? A, there's a stigma attached to that too. It's uh, yeah, they they view it as like, or isn't that sexist? Of, yeah, of it, you know, yeah. it's just interesting. Like, yeah. Hmm. but yeah, there's a lot of things like we look back on and we're like, that's not. It's just not who we are anymore. Mm -hmm. Like he's still my best friend, and I would still, I still would want to be married to him legally too. Like all of that, but there's just so many things that we look at now, and we're like, mm, that's not that important to us anymore. And the only reason it was is because we lived in a little bubble, and that's what everyone did. Yeah, I mean, uh, and that's also a consequence of getting married at, in your early twenties. Yeah, uh, not knowing who you are. Yeah, I mean, you're 
you're different than you were at 18, but you're nowhere near the complete adult that you're yeah. going to be. And I mean, we've, in the nine years, we've changed so, so much. much. Something yeah. you've told me before is like your 20s are your discovery years. And I, ever since you said that, it was like a light bulb for me because he's older than me. You're 34. Mm-hmm. You'll be 35 this year. Yeah. I'm 30. So he's kind of watched me grow uh, kind of behind you. Don't say that I watched you grow up. That's uh, no, that's weird. No, not like you, you that. Just, you had to go you and make robbed it weird. the cradle. No, not like that. We're only five years apart. But yeah, but for discovery years, I had my which we're gonna have a whole other podcast episode on this mental health mm-hmm. topic. But my discovery years happened to be the worst years of my life with my husband, who had to watch me grow like that. And but that's when you told me that, because I was freaking out, like, who am I? I don't know what I want to be, da, 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 like, you know, bouncing around majors, not knowing what I want to be a nurse for seven years, all this stuff. And you were like, Lindsay, your 20s are for discovery. Oh, nobody fucking told me that. Yeah. I thought I was supposed to have yeah. it together by 21. No, I mean, that's, uh, and that's especially like your late 20s. Everybody thinks that you have to be set in a career and know what you want to do for the rest of your life. But I like... I would say your your entire twenties, you're meant to be anybody and everybody. Mm-hmm. You know, you, you you should try on try on lifestyles like hats and and see totally which agree. one you like the best. I totally agree. I like that a lot. Um, let's see. We're kind of switching gears here. Do you poop in front of each other? Weird well, weird fascination with our. It is. I've had multiple people ask me in this question questionnaire, this little uh, question box multiple people asked me about pooping and i was just like y'all are fucking weird we i mean we we live we live in, in a fifth an rv wheel. yeah right we live now. in an rv you're, you're not you're not hiding the fact that you're pooping from anybody i'm uh, not one of those girls that says like i don't poop girls don't poop i'm, I'm definitely not one of those like I, if i gotta poop i gotta freaking poop and i don't care what we don't do is um poop while the other one's in the bathroom i thought you were gonna say to say what we don't do is blumpkins i was like well no shit i thought i i swear i thought that was coming out of your mouth like what a strange thing to say i i didn't think that needed to be uh addressed i, I figured yeah i figured they just assumed that's like the default is not doing it <laughs> i really thought but what were, wait what did you actually say because literally in my mind it said blumpkin i was saying like some some couples um like the person is one person is brushing their teeth the other one's taking a shit oh, like a yeah. foot and a half from them. That's not a thing. No, nah, but yeah, I mean, we, we live in, this whole thing is 400 square feet, 420 square feet. So if somebody's going to the bathroom, you know it. Yeah, you definitely know it. But we also give each other privacy, but also like just along the lines of like, do I care? No. Does he care? No. If he did, I would not care. You know? Yeah. I started farting in front of you a long time ago. Mostly You because- did start that. I did. We were like two years strong, I think. It was like two years until I actually farted in front of you. But it's because my stomach hurt so bad and we were driving home. It was such an unfortunate case of events. We were driving home. You farted me awake. Is that what? I farted you awake. We were driving home. My stomach hurt so bad. He was asleep and I was like, okay, let's see. 50-50 chance that it's just 
a fart, right? With no smell. But there's a maybe actually it's probably like 60 40 that it's gonna stink with me. And I farted and I let loose and I was like, oh no. And I went to roll down the window, but it already woke him up before I rolled the window down. It was so bad. But like now we know I have problems with dairy. That's what it is. (laughs) Okay, I can't freaking help it. I mean I can. I should stop eating dairy altogether, but so yeah, I opened the floodgates on that, and you fart in front of me too now. It is Vision. not just me. Hmm. Okay, and pee. Yes, we pee. I, we do pee in front of each other. Mm-hmm. I'm telling you, I got some weird freaking questions. Um. Ooh, did you get the seven-year itch? No, no. Seven years kind of just came and went. And... Really did. We were traveling. Oh, it was COVID. Were we? Yeah, yeah, it was mid-COVID. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, we were... Uh... I don't know. We we were traveling or something. I think we were having too much fun to yeah. itch. Yeah, I mean, we haven't. I haven't got any year itch with Jared. Um, one thing, you know, we bicker, we argue. One of the questions on here is, oh, the next one was, do you guys argue? If people tell you they don't argue, they're freaking liars. Okay. We argue, we... but strictly about the dumbest shit on earth. <laughs> we. I don't know the last time we had a serious fight. We just. <laughs> we really don't like. This shit we bicker, and I call it bickering, because it's just, like, stupid shit. It's, it just means that we haven't communicated properly, or one of us is hungry, or just, like, tired. It's like a baby. Like, one of us needs to take a damn nap, mm. or something, because literally we just bickered the other day on the way to a date to top golf, and it, it, I don't even know what it was about. Yeah, I, I mean, literally don't. We... I mean, I, I would assume the majority of uh, marital arguments come from kids, money, uh, or I guess infidelity. And yeah. we don't have kids. Um, we've, we've been pretty blessed financially. That hasn't created we've a lot of issues. We've worked hard financially. We've been blessed, but we've worked hard. And um, so, I mean, the, you know, the vast majority cheat, of... if you cheat, I'm just going to... I'm going to... So, I, I say things like this. If, if you cheat on me, I'm going to haunt your ass. Well, Lindsay, you're still alive. Yeah, but when I die, I'm going to haunt your ass. Oh, yeah. If you ever cheat on me, yeah. oh, it's on. Yeah. I can't wait to be a ghost in your house. Yeah, and that, and that, you know, that's the third and hasn't really been any type of issue for us. So, you know, like real big important fights yeah. just don't, they don't, don't really come up. So we find... The dumbest shit. Yeah, right. we find other things to argue about. And I, you can't even call it a fight. I like bickering. Like It's like kids. just like annoyance, like... But that's also, again, like, we're miscommunicating. We haven't spent enough time either together or apart. It could be one or the other. Sometimes it's like we haven't spent quality time together, and then we're like, oh, okay. Or sometimes it's like, get the hell away from me. We live in a fifth wheel. I need you to get out while I stay. Yeah. Yeah, and we worked out nice for that because you you like to stay uh, in the RV. You'll you'll stay, like, days at a time in this RV. And if I don't get out once a day, I, like, go crazy. So... Yeah. I'm, I'm out doing stuff. That's true. You're we do here. have a pretty good... That One of the questions on here has to do with, like, do you guys have hobbies together or separately? And we have both. And I think that's what makes our marriage so strong is that we do things together that we love and we also do things apart that we love. Like, I'm getting into golfing now, but he's been a big golfer. I've been surfing. That was my thing. Well, now we're landlocked, but that's why I'm getting into golfing because I need a hobby. Um, but... We do have hobbies together and apart, and I feel like that makes our marriage so much stronger because we know that we're going to be just fine if 
we don't have to be together all the time. Mm. And like early on in our marriage, we did. And it was because of me. I have um, attachment issues. What What's my, what's my one called? I forget it. Abandonment. Abandonment issues. It's attachment theories. And I have abandonment issues. So I'd always want to be with him. This is pre-therapy, Lindsay. Um, and I would annoy the fuck out of him because he needed his me time like a normal person. And I was like, no. Well, you mean you need me time away from me? Like, that's crazy. But it turns out I just uh, had abandonment issues. You know, therapy really works and it really helped me. Mm-hmm. I've grown a lot. So I was also going to say, though, I think since I can't surf, my hobby is going to be pole dancing. There's pole dancing classes here. Oh, yeah? Yeah. There you go. Yeah. I don't know. That'd be fun. I, I've heard it's a blast. You want to come with me? I don't think so. Um, let's see. Oh, this is a good one. So we're kind of like jumping around. I like how you we were just talking about independent hobbies and how we work because we're independent. And do you want to come with me to my hobby that I <laughs> just learned about? I know. Well, it's also because I do just love spending time with you. He's my best friend. Yeah. Is the feeling reciprocated? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Who else am I going to be friends with? I'm... <laughs> You are kind of a loner. Sometimes. Um, Let's see. Do we argue? Yes. Um, Oh, how do you come up with with a resolution? So I kind of went over this, but um, this is going to sound so like cliche, but communication is key. Mm -hmm. You have to be able to talk to your partner and your partner has to be able to shut up and listen. Like you don't always have a say. You don't always have to have a rebuttal, but you can just listen because sometimes the, the person is telling you something that... They just need you to listen to them. You know, communication yeah. is like fully key. Yeah, that's, uh, I think most of our arguments go with us, neither neither side budging at all, and we just get nowhere for a long time, and then we both get fed up and just leave, and then things that each person said in the conversation start to sink in, and you're like, well, okay, I was being uh, a little bit too harsh here, or I, I could have budged here, and uh, that's why I've never understood the, like, don't don't ever go to bed angry yeah we we go to bed angry all the time you know i don't yeah i think that's i think you need that time apart and i don't think you know slamming your heads into each other the whole night as long as you don't go to bed right is if you're not getting anywhere then it's really like it's just it's not gonna work sometimes you just need some space to think and guess what every time we go to bed mad we wake up and we're like what are we fighting about and literally we don't know and we're like all right, you want a clean surface? Like, you want to start clean? Yeah. Like, okay. Cool. Or, or we don't talk at all until about 11 a.m. And you say, so we're just not going to talk about it? <laughs> but I have a suit. I see you don't want to talk. Well, that's when I did wake up and I still remembered. Yeah. So if I wake up and I don't remember, I'm like, white I've flag, that, white flag. I've done that before where you wake up and you forgot that you were in a fight, but you really are mad. <laughs> And you forgot that you so you I go to like wake you up all playfully and I'm like oh wait I I do not like you right now right now yeah I'm gonna go make one coffee and not wake (laughs) you up so mean make me my coffee that's funny um oh what is your favorite thing about me um I would ears (laughs) I it would it would definitely be your passion for a, a lot of different things passion for whatever whatever you're passionate about seeing seeing um you put your whole self into something and also compassion for other people that's something that 
you've had to grow into a little bit more, but uh, since therapy and things like that, your your compassion and understanding for other people has grown exponentially. Mm -hmm. And mm -hmm. uh, it's, it's something that I've enjoyed seeing. Tears. Thank you. That's very sweet. You're welcome. Crawl a little bit. <laughs> um, my favorite thing about you is your determination. So, I mean, you guys heard. We're going to do a whole other episode on this as well, but... Jared has always been determined to not let us fail, whether it be with our marriage, whether it be with our income, our finances. And when we were both in nursing school, he had been researching, you know, we went to nursing school to travel nurse, by the way, like we knew we wanted to be travel nurses after we got experience. And in nursing school, he was constantly researching that and constantly researching other ways to make more income, which he no one knows this. He started an online boutique. This was his very first entrepreneur, entrepreneurial. Forget about this. Like, um, step. And it was called Boho. What was it called? Boho and Co. I Boho think. and Co. Yeah. And it was cute. And he sold items on it. Like he had an online shop and sold dresses and jewelry. And it was his first kind of step with entrepreneurship. And then he moved on to Amazon FBA and, and just watching him be so determined because this man will spend hours on YouTube University and learn anything he needs to learn to keep going. And I really admire that. It's like, it's just makes me happy. You're just, it's cool. Um, cause, uh, something else people ask me, like, are you handy? And I, I always say like, you're not handy in the sense of when I think of a handy person, I think of like that country boy that like my brother, Cody yeah. growing up, he can fix things with tools and stuff like without, but you, I'm millennial handy. You're millennial handy. But, I, I but can, it's I'll figure better. out how to do it. You're going to figure out how to do it. <laughs> yeah. And that, that shows go. that you're handy. Oh, yeah. It just shows that like, you're willing to put in the time again, the time and effort it takes to learn how to do whatever you're trying to learn. So yeah. you are handy, but when I hear handy, I think of like country boy with a wrench. That's what I think of. <laughs> um, what is your dream job? I've never asked you this, so I'm like very curious what you're going to say. Um, I mean, it's going to sound cheesy at first, but my, my, dream job is no job. Mm -hmm. Um, I, I just want to be in charge of my day to day. I, I, I'm not a bad employee, but it just, I just hate being told when I can go to lunch and when I can do this, when I can take a break, yep. when I can, you know, it, it's, it's just, and, and that's the part that everybody hates. I mean, mm -hmm. part of having a job is, uh, being told what to do and and you can't have these days off because somebody else asked for them off and you know we're short-staffed through no fault of your own so you're gonna have to work this day and um you know that so i i think my my dream job would be to be in control of my own thing mm -hmm. but there there's several more facets to that that it needs to i i don't just want a full-time job where i happen to be in charge yeah. you know that's that you can like there's, you don't want a job where you have employees. Either. Yeah, there's lots of people that that go into entrepreneur, entrepreneurship and just work themselves into a full time job. Right. And they trade in working forty hours for somebody else to work eighty hours for themselves. Mm -hmm. And you see that quite a bit. So I, I mean, there's I I would want my dream job would ideally be something run solely by myself um, online so that I have freedom of location and. Um, something that I enjoy doing, but even that, like, 
uh, if I've learned anything over the years, it's that I do not have a good barometer or compass for what will make me happy. Mm-hmm. And so I think the the pursuit is is the happiness. And so, I, you know, just something to work on, something to sustain me and something new to learn and something yeah. to work for. I like that. Yeah. That's a really good answer. Um, I kind of fall into line with you in the sense of like, I can't stand somebody telling me what to do. Like, dear God, it, I'm a good employee and I'm going to do whatever you ask, but I, uh, eats at me. Like I can't stand micromanaging. Mm-hmm. Um, I cannot stand, I can't stand it. So I want to work for myself essentially without employees. I really don't want employees. If I do, I want like less than 10. Um, but my whole thing has always been modeling, acting. I used to want to be like a high fashion runway model. That's not the case anymore. But I want to use my modeling and acting skills with my platform and create, you know, a community where, I don't know, I have a platform and I'm doing something good with it. That's kind of what I look at. Yeah. And I also want a lot of foster dogs. That's not really my job, but I want that to be part of my job. Mm-hmm. Um, do you like being married to a fellow nurse? Do you think it's easier to be married if you if you are a healthcare worker? Do you think it's easier to be married to a healthcare worker, or easier to not be? Uh, I think that has too many variables to really because you know people with kids are going to have a different story and answer sure. and depending on what you know if somebody works day shift or night shift or this or that. But for our specific situation, I think it works really nice just because no matter where we go, you, you hear a lot of travel couples where they're asking you know, what can my spouse do? They're, they're at home and they want to work and, and make money also, but it's hard to find stuff to do on the road. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, I think having both of us travel has been a, a huge blessing and it's nice to always have guaranteed, you know, if, if a hospital is going to take one of us, they're going to take both of us Yeah, for the most part with the nursing shortage and everything. Um, but no, I mean, I, it's, I don't mind it at all just cause uh, we also get asked a lot, like, how can you guys work together? I, you know, I'd strangle my, my significant other. And, uh, you hear that all the time, but it, it doesn't feel like we, we ride to work together, but throughout the day, I, I will not see you that often. Even if we're in the same unit, even if we're, uh, like section Close. buddies, you know? Yeah. Yeah. We if, rarely see each other. I think that we both kind of, um, get nervous to ask each other for help too much because we don't want like the other employees to feel like we're, spending too much time together or not doing our jobs or not helping other people. So we kind of avoid each other for the yeah. most part at work. If I can't find someone to help me boost a patient, I'll come find him. But I don't want people thinking we only help e- which we don't, we help everyone, but you know how people can start being like, if they see something then they get it in their head, yeah. I'm always pretty worried about that, that, that they'll think that this isn't work time or something. Yeah. So I kind of avoid you. <laughs> and it's nice to, I mean, it's nice to have you on the unit for like, if there's just a five alarm, code brown, flood zone, <laughs> yeah. awful cleanup, then yeah, I'm gonna go grab you yeah. and uh, and get that done. But they, you know, there's several things. It, it's not a great idea for us to witness each other's insulin. Uh, it's yeah. a horrible idea for us to, to sign off on each other's narcotics. Yeah. We don't and do we it. We don't, we just straight up, we're like, find someone else. Yeah, it's uh, so. So that know. part's kind of a hindrance, really. Yeah, a little like, bit. Sometimes like, everyone's busy and we're the only two that see each other and we're like i need someone that's not you i need a different person yeah yeah but overall it, working together has not it doesn't even feel like we we like work together i mean we no. it feels like we carpool together it that's does. about it 
It does. Um, I prefer, like you said, like obviously different variables, but for me and you, I'm glad that we're both nurses. Obviously we both can be travel nurses. We both can get a contract. You know, it's obviously been very beneficial for us as a couple, but I also can talk to you about things that some people just don't understand. Sure. And we can eat dinner while talking about some crazy ass shit we saw at work and not gag. Like sometimes I just need that. Yeah. Like we've definitely sat at dinner tables with our family and like tried to like, oh, how was work? Oh my God. I saw the inside of this guy's scrotum. They're like, you know, like we can do that. No problem. And it's kind of nice because it's a way for us to vent. Yeah. You definitely understand each other. And especially through COVID, like there was some, some pretty heavy stuff and, and having somebody that truly intimately understood, um, all of it was nice to have, but yeah, I mean, it's, I, I think it's mostly beneficial. Yeah, yeah, I think so too. Even if, even if you were worried about it, um, I think most travel couples end up working separate units. Ours was kind of a unique situation where we both ended up in the same the same specialty of the same discipline. Right, that's true. Um, but and people say, well, my hospital doesn't allow husbands and wives to work on the same unit. You know, most don't. But as a traveler, they don't seem to care. Mm-hmm. Um, because again, there's rules for us too. We don't witness narcotics, you know, all the things. Um, But even when we were staff nurses working on the same specialty, we were on opposite sides of the unit. Mm -hmm. So we still got to work together, but we couldn't be like next to each other, which it's just a funny rule because I don't know if they think we're going to graze anatomy it up in there, like get it on in a supply closet. Yeah, which I always thought was weird because like people, people who only see each other at work are way more likely to do that than... Uh, we could just wait 12 hours and, and come back it. here. I'd rather wait. I don't want to do it in a supply closet. Yeah, that's gross. not my that's not my thing. Yeah, so I, at a hospital? I thought it was a weird, weird rule. I, I totally understand the witnessing thing. That makes complete sense. It but, does. But fraternization. But it makes sense for us too. But there's like brothers and sisters, moms and daughters. They can work on yeah. the same unit and they could do the same thing. So it's just like interesting. So then it always makes me think they think we're going to have sex on the unit. Like there's just no other. Yeah. Because a mom and daughter would steal narcs too if they need to. Yeah. So it's just, it's just weird. Yeah. But if you had an unlimited budget and vacation time, what would be the date you would create? Well, that, I mean, that's, kind of I, I think for us, that's essentially a travel question, like yeah. top travel destinations. And Pretty and much. I think the highest on my list right now, Let me guess. this changes weekly. Thailand. Is no. high. Oh, it's not highest on your list. It's not highest. I mean, it, it was, this, this changes all the time, but. Like right now, I really want to go to Banff. Oh, I oh my God! If you go to Banff without me, that will be our next huge argument. Yeah, I, Banff is so high on my list. Banff and so is Iceland. Iceland yeah. is so both winter and summer. Like it looks like a beautiful place. Yeah, I really want to go to Iceland. Yeah, but Banff is high too. Well, yeah, shit, I, mean, I, th- I think that's some of our our favorite dates have been. We don't we don't like going to like the super expensive four-star tiny no. tiny little servings nine course dinners neither one of us like them no. uh, and they're just not fulfilling like yeah. when we leave i still want to go get fast food or something because i'm just not satisfied mm-hmm. yeah so i think we we usually try to find um like one of the best like patios or fast casual type places yeah. um with good ratings with with good ratings in the city with with like a good patio uh, and and have a drink 
together yeah. and and dinner yeah I, I think that's that is one of my favorite, favorite days with you because like again quality time and we get to just like chat about anything we let loose yeah. um i also love dates where we go on hikes with the dogs mm-hmm. like i love spending time together that's like our family so i love taking them to do yeah. something fun and yeah yeah it's it's never a long date with uh if you bring murph <laughs> i mean a hike <laughs> yeah he's good for like three quarters of a mile it's actually pathetic honestly um why did we choose rv life you know i'm not entirely sure oh, i uh i don't know what turned me onto it initially i should say i i know exactly why we chose it but uh i'm not sure what turned me onto it initially but looking at looking at rent prices in california was a big piece of it rent is just insane mm-hmm. and we like the idea of no pet deposits um no pet fees not right. having to worry about other people's property all this stuff and our entire house unit could go in in one little structure and then we just drag that thing around the country and so we it was kind of pieced together at the beginning we used we have a fifth wheel but we didn't have a truck at the time to haul it uh, and didn't want a truck at the time to haul it. We had a we had an RV payment. I didn't want to add another, you know, five to nine hundred dollar truck payment, depending on how crazy you go. On top of that, so we had the fifth wheel, and we just hired Hot Shots to or transport services to move it across the country. Initially from Oklahoma out to California, and then we just moved it within California. But that worked out great, great for us. I mean, the amount of if you took the average rent of the city we were in and uh, compared it to the RV lot rent that we were paying, even if you include our RV payment, uh, we saved, I mean, the, the RV paid for itself in three years and it was a $40,000 RV. I mean, Crazy. we saved a lot, yeah. a lot of money doing it. We were way. always spending at least half of what our friends and like coworkers were spending for rent. Yeah. Always at least. And like, yeah. You know, Pismo Beach, California, we spent $900 a month. Where we're at right now, we spend $500 a month. Yeah. Now we're at low cost of living. But in California, it was the lowest was Pismo Beach. It was 900 The mm. highest was Morgan Hill, kind of yeah. the Bay Area. And yeah. It was like 2600 a month. Yeah. And like that's... No, it was uh, Oceanside. Was Oceanside? No. 28 Morgan Hill was 22 Oh, okay. Yeah. So tw- my bad. Oceanside near San Diego, $2,600 a month is insane mm-hmm. but when we rented an apartment there that summer it was like 3200 so we were still yeah. spending and that was a small ass apartment yeah that was a that was a studio with no ac just a freestanding ac crazy in it. Yeah. like so long story short we chose it because of price we wanted we wanted the best bang for our buck and we were trying to pay off our one hundred thirty six thousand dollars of debt so that's why we chose that yeah but but like the brownie points where my dogs wouldn't have to acclimate to a new place every single time we moved. I mean, they they have to reacclimate to like our environment, mm-hmm. but they got somewhere to call their own. And that was something I was really worried about because people were like, are you guys taking your dogs when you travel? Hell fucking yes, I am. There's no way I would do this without that. Yeah. And I think we were looking at the RV life even after we are done travel nursing, mm-hmm. wanting to move around a little bit. And, and some of those things have changed in the last three years. We still enjoy it. I think somebody asked us the other day, on a scale of one to 10, how, how sick of RV life are we? And we both said five, just because I don't mind it. I could easily do it another couple of years, but I could also pretty easily get into a house because oh, there's, yeah. there's the pros and cons kind of start to there's, even out. In, yeah. in our current situation, it was heavily 
favoring RVs three years ago when we started this. Mm-hmm. Um, so it was really nice to have then, but there's definitely times that I'm like, man, it'd be really nice to have a, right. have a house. Well, and we're getting closer to, you know, I don't know if you guys know this, but nursing is not our plan A. And it's definitely a plan B situation where I'm going to do this as long as I have to, to support these other ventures I have. Um, and then I'm probably going to be done yeah. or very much PRN where I pick up once a month because it is a fulfilling job. And I love that. But overall, that's got more issues to me than than pros. And I didn't get into this to be a nurse. I got into this for the flexible schedule, financial stability and the ability to do whatever the hell I want on my on my days off, which we've both built in the last three years, streams of income that have nothing to do with nursing. So he built an app. Um, he came up with an idea for an app called Scrubster. If you guys haven't downloaded it yet, you should. It's for Scrubster is an anonymous way to rate and review hospitals and agencies you've worked for. And currently it's just for travel nurses, but we are soon going to open it up to all medical professionals, staff and travelers Mm. because it's just a great way to bring more transparency into the healthcare space which we clearly have seen that we're lacking um i think that's something that really threw me off when i became a nurse was the inner workings of a hospital system Mm. and how it's a business and it will always be profit over people and i fucking hate that yeah and i mean not all hospitals are created the same Uh, you could have wildly different experiences depending on what what hospital system you're with, what unit you're on, right. who your manager is, and so um, Scrubster exists to kind of shine a light on on that. So we're not just blindly picking these jobs in cities we've never been to, mm-hmm. and you get there and you feel trapped. Right. And so I'm bringing that up because you said like three years ago, RV life really weighed heavily because we're traveling, and that's exactly what we were doing. But now with um, things that have shifted, like my platform. Scrubster, mm-hmm. all these other ventures we're taking, it is leaning more towards like in the next three to five years, I want a nice house with a room where I can have a f- nice studio and do all the things I like doing. Yeah. And because uh, this took like an hour to set up <laughs> yeah. for the RV. <laughs> and well, and now the big question is where we want to settle down. Yeah. So that's what we've been. Yeah. So maybe, maybe everybody can help with that. Yeah. You know, you, yeah, you're so hearing what we quests. enjoy doing. You're learning all about us. Yeah. Tell us where to live. Yeah. Tell us where to live. But he talked about that we had a hot shot, several hot shots for um, the past three years, but we just bought a truck because again, our scale is kind of tipping and we are wanting to travel more frequently to where it makes more sense for us to have our own truck than pay a hot shot every time we want to move. So yeah. we, we're going to be taking shorter contracts and then taking time off to visit other states that we've never been to. So we've been on the West Coast. We kind of want to go to the East Coast, but then we kind of don't. We kind of want to visit like Wyoming, mm-hmm. Montana. So yeah, that's kind of why we, that's why we chose RV Life and the why we're still here. Um, I definitely like it, but I also would like having a house. And back on uh, you saying that the nursing is your plan B and all that, I think you get a lot of pushback on that, but I, I, uh, I also, nursing is my plan B. I, I didn't ever want it to be my, my full-time career, but that does not mean that I'm not passionate about my job. Absolutely. I, I love helping people. I always have. I, I've My parents have always told me that they thought I would go into healthcare of mm-hmm. some sort. Um, I My job is very fulfilling. I, I love meeting patients, you know, helping them on some of the worst days of their life. Mm-hmm. It's not always easy, but uh, it, it is something that I 
very very thoroughly enjoy and that's why i chose it mm-hmm. as a, a foundation to to build a professional life off of. yeah i think when people hear me say nursing is my plan b they automatically project that i'm not passionate or i don't care about people and that's literally my favorite thing about being a nurse is taking care of people mm-hmm. you know when you hear people when you hear nurses complain about being nurses they're not complaining about the job of taking care of somebody that's not anywhere near what we're complaining about. We're complaining about the micromanaging. We're complaining about Jayco. We're complaining about hospital systems that are businesses and don't listen to the patients that are there. There's a lot that goes into it that you don't know until you're working there. Because mm-hmm. I'm telling you, I never thought I would see some of the stuff or hear some of the stuff that I do now because I'm in it. Mm-hmm. And so being a nurse is not... um. The worst part of being a nurse has nothing to do with taking care of people. It has everything to do with all of the other shit that's like loaded on our plate when we never signed up for that. But it's just how, how it's, it's always all, been. It's all the stuff that takes you away from patient care. Exactly. Yeah. Like if patient care was a job, there wouldn't be a nursing shortage. No. But you've got uh, you, you pile up ratios to save money mm-hmm. and then... There's it's all about the, profits over people and that's when you lose me. Yeah. And, and the U.S. has always been litigation happy. So... A hospital gets sued over some random, like, anecdotal one-time event. And then the next day, there's 15 new policies and six new charting sections yeah. for it. And, uh, it, you know, it's it just... It just takes away from the beauty of being a nurse. It really does. Yeah. Um, I mean, and burnout and all that stuff. But, um, yeah. So, yeah, you're right. People do get kind of... Get a little irritated with me when I say that. But then a lot of people really relate to it. Because most people, I would even say... I would guess 50% of people that go into nursing, it was not their first idea. They didn't grow up saying, I want to be a nurse. It's because something else led them that way. And that's what Well, a it lot means. of people, it's, uh, there's there's an event that happens and you see the inner... Because not your average person doesn't see the inside of a hospital. Right. You hope you never do. Right. And a lot of people end up seeing... That's what happened to me. Uh, my, my sister had a uh, AVM, uh, like a, a mass of, of malfunctioning blood vessels uh, pushing on her brain. And so we spent two weeks in a hospital and I saw kind of the inner workings and, and uh, that pushed me towards inpatient healthcare. I was looking at physical therapy before that in more of an outpatient setting and, and I kind of changed gears over to inpatient mm-hmm. at that point. But I, I think a lot of people get into healthcare because of something like that, some mm-hmm. sort of event that happens. Um, yeah. I was steering that back to something that I forgot. I had an event that happened. My dad had a motorcycle accident when I was in second grade and he was in and out of the hospital for years. He's not the same person he was. He had a frontal lobe injury. But I remember being an eight-year-old girl walking into the ICU and the nurses like, it was so cute. They actually had set up, we'd been there for so long. They had set up like a craft station specifically for me and my sister. Like, I'm sure there were other kids, but at the time I really thought it was just for me and my sister. And the nurse would bring us these crafts to do and all this stuff in an adult ICU. And I just remember seeing that like, oh, mm-hmm. like she really cared. She yeah. truly cared. Um, but but even with that, like I got to see the inner workings of a hospital, but I, it still took me four different majors to be like, oh, I could be a nurse. Mm-hmm. I think I could do that. So it took me yeah, a while. You, you, had to, you had to make the rounds. I did. Um, okay, how big is the RV? It is 41 feet. Mm-hmm. Which is... It's a big one. As far as fifth wheels go, that's on the larger end. There's definitely larger RVs, but that it's on the larger end. Um, it's not... It's pretty entry level for this size of RV. And we're learning just how entry level that is. Oh, that's something I was going to get back to. On RV life, um, 
you know, make no mistake, it's not just you you make your house all pretty and everything goes well and you just hook all this stuff up and it works and then you just pull it to the next place. I mean, we've dealt with we've dealt Countless. with blowouts, with leaking um, water leaks. We've dealt with gas issues. We've you know, you name it. We we have dealt with it. You got to learn to become pretty handy. And there is quite a bit of maintenance, much more than than with your standard house. There is quite a bit of maintenance and and uh, tear down and you got to pack everything and then you got to haul it and then hauling it is a whole other um, nightmare that, yeah. you know, that you have to deal with. My first time ever hauling this, we were in Oceanside <laughs> and I hooked it up, had never, I, I'd backed up, I mowed lawns and so I, I knew how to like back up a small trailer and stuff like that. But my first time ever hauling this 41 foot fifth wheel, I pulled out, got on the highway and immediately drove into the heart of San Diego and had to navigate San Diego and then turned out to go to Phoenix. But it and was... tell them what we found when we got in Phoenix that could have literally yeah, yeah. could and have then, killed you or somebody else that we didn't know. Somewhere along the way from San Diego to Phoenix, the entire tread came off of our tire, like the entire piece. And it was riding on the, uh, I don't know, metal, metal frame, metal meshing. And so it's, there's, it's there's lots, you got to, and somehow that that piece of tread did not blow up into the bottom of our RV or yeah. out into someone's windshield. Like yeah. it, 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 that is like a crazy occurrence that could have cost us thousands of dollars. I think it's definitely a pro and con. And if you're looking at doing RV life, look at the three different kinds. There, there's essentially three different families or sizes of, of RVs and go rent one. Mm -hmm. Rent one for like a week, two weeks, long enough that you have to do some of the RV stuff with yeah. it, like emptying tanks and hooking up the water and and dealing with the smaller showers and things like that. And make sure you, you figure out it's something you want to do. Right. Well, that's good advice. <clears throat> do we want kids? Next question. <laughs> <laughs> Move on, please. <laughs> we literally don't want kids. Um, yeah. It's something we get asked all the time. And we got asked a lot more when we were newlyweds and like first married. And we, we, I think we confused some people like our family at first because we both said yes at first. Like I'm talking about, again, you guys heard the timeline. It was like a year that we knew each other. Yeah, we want kids. We thought we did. Mm -hmm. And then when we got married, people kept asking and asking. Finally, we sat down one day. We were like, so do you want kids? We both like were teetering. Like, well, do you? I don't know, do you? Mm. And then we both were like, why do we want kids? We didn't have an answer. I remember my answer was to name them, to pick a fun and great, awesome name, because I'm so <laughs> clever. Um, and I'd name her something like Taintly. 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 No, that's plural. Taintly. Kidding. Um, literally, it was, it was to pick a name. That's my favorite thing. Uh, that's not a good reason to have a kid at all. A little hellion running around. That's not a good reason. Yeah. I can barely take care of myself. This was pre-therapy, Lindsay. Oh, my God. Pre-therapy, Lindsay, having a kid would be so scary to me. Mm. I'm just being honest. Yeah. Um, I mean, even post-therapy, Lindsay, like, I still don't want kids. I'm like, no, fuck that. I do not want the responsibility. I have so much respect for mothers and, and parents, fathers, people who take care of kids. Because I'm like, how the fucking hell do you do it? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it was something that I think it was a product of just what you did 
in oh, that, yeah. that part of the country. What you do all over the country. I mean, lots but of people. Especially the Bible Belt. It's yeah. more prevalent in the Bible Belt. Yeah, you're, you're supposed to have kids. You're supposed to have a lot of them. You're supposed to have a lot of them. Um, so it's something we always. But then it came time to like. You know, have, have, have the kid and we were both like uh, we both are scared to death well at first we it was like we need to get our financial house in order and then we, that went into our professional lives mm -hmm. and then you know we just kept making Pushing excuses and then somewhere along the way we realized that they weren't excuses we just we just didn't want them yeah and it's and it's not to say you know um in nursing school i remember some of you guys saying um one specific person said I was a monster and I didn't like children. I never said either of those things. I I don't. I like children. Mm -hmm. I don't want children, which is so crazy that people would say something like that because not that it really hurt my feelings. I don't really care, but it's such a responsible decision for me to say I don't want children and to actively seek out not having children mm -hmm. than to have a child I don't want. And yes, I would have become a great mom. You know, everyone's like, well, you would end up loving them. Of course I would. That's the thing you should do if you have a child. Of course I would. Yeah. I don't want to, though. I don't want to. Yeah, I mean, we, I, I have, we both have lots of nieces and nephews, and I, and I love them all very much, and I love playing with them, and, and I love sending them back with their parents at Bye. the end of the day. And I, I just have come to appreciate the unprecedented freedom and flexibility mm -hmm. of lifestyle that comes mm -hmm. with not having kids mm -hmm. and just the life that we have we really love our life and yeah. i don't want a child and you know it's funny um role reversal here you know people are like you don't want kids i'm literally going to start saying you want kids just like that right back because yeah. that's how it feels i'm like yeah. if i said that back to you in the way you're in the tone you're saying it to me you'd be so offended yeah yeah if you did flip it it would if it would... i flipped it it would go pretty bad like yeah. like it, it's just interesting like, i don't want kids it doesn't make me any less of a woman it doesn't make me all these things that i've been told no it doesn't it's actually a great um ooh, i'm losing the phrase but like a great icebreaker yeah. with with who you're dating even mm. your initial thought is to say yes i want kids but why mm -hmm. because if you really break it down the more people i talk to the more people that are like oh you know what? i've never really questioned it that's when you should yeah i've had friends that have children that have told me you know if i would have questioned it i love my children of course you do again you're supposed to but if i had the choice to redo it i don't think i would have them that is so enlightening to me me knowing i don't want children having friends that have children it doesn't make you a bad mom or dad or parent if you say these things mm -hmm. because you're being a good parent by loving them because you brought them into this damn world but the ones that have like told me in secrecy like i wouldn't do it again thank you for that because that's exactly the validation i needed because i know some of y'all alina's out your assholes mm. <laughs> And not to say that you don't love your kids. I know you do, but it's a yeah, choice. You I, can have children and you can totally choose to not have children and it's totally normal. It was funny working in LA. Um, in LA, a lot of the healthcare workers are Filipino and the, the Filipino women, <laughs> you know, they'd say, uh, when you have they'd any say, kids? well, yeah, do you have any kids? No. It's like, oh, okay, when are you having them? It's never, are you, when are you having them? And I'll be like, oh, you know, no, no real plans to, and like we like, try to avoid the whole topic. Yeah, you, we said no real plans to, and just try to be polite, and they're like, 
so soon. <laughs> it's like, yes. Yeah, I honestly, I didn't really venture into it except for one woman I worked with um, yeah. in LA. And when I told her she has three kids and she said, good, don't have them. I was oh. like, oh, that's the first time someone said that. But it, it is funny. It's just like a yeah. normal, even across like past the US, like it's not a US thing. It's like no, a no, world it's, it's thing yeah. to just have children. And yeah. Again, that's totally fine if you do. It's totally fine if you want to. But if you're listening to this and you're like, I kind of been thinking that. Good for you. Good for you for questioning the norm. Okay. Someone asked if I was on birth control. Okay. No. Condoms are our birth control. Is a vasectomy in your future? Certainly an option. <laughs> do you, would you get one? My brother had one recently, and uh, he did. Mm-hmm. I didn't know that. Yeah. Which one? You don't gotta say. Yeah. Uh Yeah. And was it bad? He said it wasn't bad at all. Listen, my friend's husband just had a vasectomy. She got. She's a nurse. She got to hold his testicles while they did it. I want to do that when you get a vasectomy because it's in your future it's so in your future because if we don't want kids like that should be like something we're deeply looking into no no is that it move on next question (laughs) (laughs) are you scared for your little for your guys yeah um okay so last question from the frequently asked questions series there was a lot of questions in here what is your favorite sex position does this make you uncomfortable (laughs) see i like to get very acrobatic (laughs) so there's no one sex position that's your favorite this song i i prefer to try them all i prefer in what in the whole in the whole setting yeah just flipping through like channels (laughs) okay nice (laughs) that's a good way to put it I think, yeah, I don't have just one. I and, would... and we're getting old. It depends, like, did we lift legs yeah. the day before? Does my back hurt today? Does my back hurt? Don't twist me like, oh, yeah. God, don't twist me that way. Is my knee doing that thing <laughs> that day? Wait, that's that's funny because, literally, yeah. I've had that exact thought. I don't just have one position I like either. One I don't care for, like, it's fine. Missionary It's just so bland. It's fine. What? Man, I, I just we end up a missionary lot. A lot of hate for um. You're thinking a very missionary sex just position. like this though. Like I like the ones with your legs up, missionary, but not like this. I'm just like, all right. Who does that? When we're, do you ever do that? We're lubed up. We're ready to go. Let's switch it up. Yeah. I'm just saying. There's no hate. It's my personal. No, all this. My personal. There's some, there's some people out there. That's great. You that's their bread and butter, with, and you're hating on it. You guys have fun with your bread and butter. I like jalapeno jam on my bread. Badass. <laughs> okay, guys. That's all I have for you. Thank you guys so much for listening. I hope you stick around. And please don't forget to send in your st- stories. If you guys are nurses or healthcare workers, please send in your funny, creative scary gross stories because i'm going to be reading them to our normies that i interview also normies you can totally send in your stories as well like things you've experienced in the hospital if you're open to it or 
all the things. Please send me your stories because we're going to be reading them. And I really want to get some more funny stories because we've got some really good ones. And also, if you want to hear more from this episode, you can look into my Patreon called Juicy Bits. I didn't know if you guys were going to catch on, but like friends and enemas and there's juicy bits in the enema. That's gross. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, if you guys want to hop over to my Patreon and see the Juicy Bits tiers, please feel free to do so. And then just like send us anything you want to hear because we're brand new and I am open to whatever you guys want to hear. Yeah, you're you're using the royal we, but there'll be some new faces on the podcast. That's true. So you won't, won't be seeing this This isn't just a Jared day. and me podcast, but I do like to pull him, him in here every now and then. A lot of times you're going to see just me, but we do have some very special guests coming on the podcast in the future. Do you guys know who Nurse John is? I think I've heard of him. Oh, do you know who Anna the nurse is? Love Anna. Love Anna. Oh, we have a lot of fun people I'm going to be interviewing, so please stick around. Thank you. We're out. <laughs> Thank you.